Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey today. Facing Fate, Cthulhu, Season 2, Episode 3, The Garage. With them. Wait, just, uh, just a sec. Just, just take a look before we open that door. What's what's wrong with them? Edwin, shine the light uh, over here. What's wrong with oh, his what's eyes? What's happening? Jeez. Oh, what okay. the oh, oh my gosh. What's eyes? coming out of his mouth? Something coming out of his mouth. Oh, what fire? Is oh my god. <laughs> what's happening to his body? Oh god. Jesus. Get back oh, from the glass. Somebody, get back from the glass. Someone's going to help him. Oh god. Edwin, Edwin, pick up the flashlight. Come on, get into the back. Okay. Come on, no, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. You gotta turn the light on. Dr. Morgan, Stella, get back there, turn the lights on. As you flip the lights back on, there's no sign of this weird liquid fire that was pouring from Billy. That, that was unlike anything I've ever seen, and as a scientist... It was sort of fascinating. Dr. Morgan, no offense, but I mean, you're never going to see anything like that in plants. What the heck happened? That was the thing I saw on the road. You, like, that was the thing I avoided. Th- that that Billy? man? That, that... No, the the, fi- the light, the fire, whatever it was. M- Mary, uh, who's Billy? Like, well, Billy was a friend from school just a couple years ago. He's a local. I don't know what he was doing out in this storm, but oh my god. Edwin, here you t- you take a seat here. Just take oh, yeah, deep breaths. Put your raisins again. No, no. no, just take it. Just put put your head between your knees. Just take some deep breaths, okay? Oh. I'm gonna go. I'm I'm gonna go check I, it check it out out here. I mean, I don't think you should go outside, no. darling. Here, have another peppermint. I think you really oh. you really should have one. At least now. for my breath's sake, thank you. Well, it'll soothe your stomach. Amelia, how are you doing? 
the light was terrifying. Yes, darling, it was very frightening. Uh, I, I need to I need to get home to check on my grandpa. I'm gonna check the phone again. Bill, Billy, is anybody out here? Uh, Herman, I don't. You should come back inside. What are you doing out there? It's not safe. I don't know what that was, but you uh, shouldn't. Doctor, just come to the come to the door here just for a second, please. Uh, don't come outside. Just come to the door. Of course. Um, so yes. that uh, that that Billy character, that the Hus, the his remains are out here. I, I don't want you to. I don't need you to go look. Like the, what we saw in the window, like it just like he fell over and he's he's there. Yes. But he's I, not. I I don't. He's not. He's not living. Like I can't. There's no movement. It, like it's like he's petrified or something. Like he's just, just a shell of a person. I've never seen it. I, I've never I've seen some messed up stuff, Doctor. I, I've never seen anything like that. Well, I'm not sure what we should do, but I do know we should probably try to stay together. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Uh, let's. Uh, hey. Uh, yeah. Let's get back inside here. Uh, Mary. Uh, we got a. Uh, I'm gonna lock the doors here. Maybe we just uh, bunker in for the night and stick stick close together here. Is everybody all right with that? Sure. The phones are still dead. Um, should we put maybe a a, a tablecloth or something over Billy? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I I got I got it. Uh. Uh. Here, gingham's nice, right? Sure. Okay. Oh, it's good gold. I think it's best we stay here tonight and see what we can figure out in the morning. Hopefully, this storm this storm's not letting up, though. Uh, watch out for that for that vomit on the ground. I'm sorry about that. That's just... Uh, That's too much for me out there. No, no, no. It's, it's okay there, Edwin. Uh, it's natural. Natural under these circumstances. That light reminded me of the light I saw in the trees. Right, right, right. Maybe that... Maybe that's happening all over? Hey, uh, you, you told two oldies over there, you know, you kicking boots up around these parts. Have you seen anything similar on your way up or, uh, you know, heard anything otherwise in your travels? The the drive up was very smooth. There, Like, it didn't start raining until we got to the diner. That's a little convenient. Yeah. A little too convenient, but okay. I'll let it slide. Well, can we all agree that we should stay inside now? No more going to see whatever is out there, because it does seem quite bad. Yeah, no, we'll just, uh, maybe we can just push some of these tables up against the, up against the door, and, uh, uh, you got any, uh, you got any plywood in the back there? Maybe cover some windows? Any weapons? I feel like we might need something to protect ourselves, you know? I mean, we can probably find something around here, or... Probably in the garage. You let us in now, won't you? What? I, I don't have the key, but... You know, th- that's a good idea. There, there might be something in the garage. They won't. I mean, they probably have uh, crowbars and tire irons and 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 at least that sort of stuff. That that'd be pretty good for self defense, right? You know what? I just, 
I just know there's something in there that can help us. So, I, if someone were to come with me, we could look above the door jam, and, and I bet there's a key up there. You think there's going to be a key above the door jam outside to the front entry door? Mm-hmm. This is a, a small garage. town. Okay. That's why I keep my key. I know, Edwin. We talked it's about Edwin that. Edwin keeps uh, his key. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's go take a look, Stella. I, I feel like we just all agreed that we weren't going to go outside. We did. I know, Dr. Mary I, Morgan. It's just Stella's got a hunch, and you know when Stella's got a hunch, we do need something. I mean, we can't, can't protect ourselves with these butter knives. We need. We're just sitting down. We need something. That's all you got here is butter knives. Well, I mean, we we have some steak knives and and whatnot, but. I don't know how good a steak knife is going to be compared to a tire iron. No shotgun under the <sighs> register? No, no shotgun under the register. Mm. Okay, let's go, Stella. Uh, Stella, why? We just said that. We I just know. I know. Every, I... Everybody's real nervous, and now we're checking. Okay, check. I'll give you a little... Give me a boost. Give me a boost, boost here. What do you see? Oh, I felt. Did you see, did you hear that? Something fell. Okay, well, let's hop down here and uh, we'll take a look. I, I didn't, br- I didn't um, bring one of the lights. I, well, that, no, that's okay. I'm just gonna uh, feel around here. Um. Oh, oh, oh! I got it. Told ya. Y- you did tell me. Okay, uh, now let's get inside here because I don't want to stand outside anymore. Okay, well, are we? This, this door. Why? I would assume so. You oh. don't put a key to another door on well, top of another door. I wasn't sure if we were going back and getting reinforcements. Uh, that's okay. Here, let's just go in the <laughs> garage, all right? Yeah. I- oh, they've done it. They've done it. They're inside. I, I don't know why they wouldn't have come back and been like, hey, we're in. Um, so, I mean... A doctor, if you're willing to go down there, you know, we've got the umbrella here and whatnot. We could head on down. These other people can stay here and not get up to anything. Ain't that right, you well, two? Well, do you... Ain't that right, you two? Do you two? think we should leave them all here by themselves? Uh, I'll, I'll come with you two. I'll get something, uh, like, you know, a wrench or whatever, something to defend us with, and I'll come right back to the diner and I'll and I'll look out for them while you're looking around in there. Jake, that's the most sensical thing you've said since you would drunkenly crash into this diner. Well, it's amazing how fast you sober up when you see what we saw outside. I gotta remember that for next time. Well, let's let... I will remember that for next time, unfortunately. Oh. Let's, let's go then, quickly. I got the door. There we go. Hello, and welcome to the Podcast Recommendation Hour. We want to tell you about something we think you'll enjoy. Play on podcasts, epic audio adventures that reimagine Shakespeare's timeless classics, featuring original music composition and the voices of award-winning actors. Each episode explores plays from Macbeth to A Midsummer Night's Dream in a way that you can actually understand, created specifically for the podcast form by some of America's most exciting playwrights, directors, and composers, and performed by Stage and Screen's best. Look out for Measure for Measure, premiering October 28, 2022. Hear Shakespeare like you've never heard before. Subscribe to Play On Podcasts 
wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Stella, I'm just going to go check the back office, see if they got anything uh, hidden back there. For sure. Oh, there's a duffel here. I'm just going to fill it full of dangerous-looking tools. That's a great idea. Jake, do you want to grab something and then head back? Okay, yep, this'll, uh, this'll do. Watch those two older ones. Yeah, okay, he knows what to do. He's gonna be fine. Um, I, I tell you what, I know they got a phone over at the diner that's not working, but I'm gonna check the phone here if they got one, uh, in that old office and see if maybe there's something different going on with this adjacent establishment. I, I wanted to let you know as well, all of you, not the strangers, but I do have a small, a small gun in case we... It didn't seem like I should make an announcement in the room to everyone, but... Oh, very smart. Um, Dr. Morgan... Only two shots. It's not... But it's something, and I wanted you all to know. Maybe it could scare someone. Exactly. I'll be, I'll be honest, too. I'm, I, you know, I'm carrying my father's, father's gun with me as well. It's kind of just a, a you know, a, a luck charm more than anything. I'm not, not a fan of firing it, personally, but... Sometimes, you, you know. Well, I feel safer already. Dr. Morgan, do you want to help me fill this well, bag of course, with these, uh, these crow, crowbots? Yeah, let's get the, the biggest and heaviest ones we can find. What are you checking out over there, Herman? What are you looking for? Looks like the proprietor here's into some uh, fineries uh, that aren't served as freely at the restaurant. Uh, but nothing, nothing really of any substance. I was hoping for like a gun and like a cash box or something, but no luck. Well, and you know, I, I don't, I don't think we found those bottles here. That was, that was in my jacket pocket. Um, if we're looking for something to pass the night, you know what I'm saying? Well, maybe, maybe it be, could be used as like a, a flammable or something against whatever light you want to light lights on fire, right? Right. That's, right, that's not a bad idea. That's actually pretty good. I never... Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if it burns going down, it's got to burn going out, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm just going to I'm just gonna put these... I'm just going to carry these. Yeah, how's, does the phone work? Uh, I just... Sorry, I got distracted. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, no. That's... I sound indebted then, well... The husk outside. I'm just gonna put that down. Let's be a little considerate of our. I mean, he had a name. His name was Billy, right? I mean, yeah. I guess you know, if, that, if that's what you believe, he could have been those old people or whoever's here. We don't know them. You know well, what? Are you, what are you saying, Edwin? I'm just saying that we don't know anybody other than you know the good doctor and Stella. So like, you know, I trust them because I trust you. And these other people, I, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I felt I felt bad for the girl on the road, but I, you know, after seeing what went down, like, are you, <laughs> uh, you're not on edge about anyone else we're around other than the people you know? Well, yeah, yeah, I'm a little on edge about everybody here, and uh, I mean, to be honest, Edwin, I'm a little on edge about 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 you know you, but it's also about taking care of everybody here. Like, why would why would any of these folks? know anything about a light husk listen you know good good that's smart be wary of me i'm wary of me all the time the, the, the shit i hear on those those frequencies on those radio waves man like honestly some things maybe make sense maybe don't but if that we don't know how that happened 
And we don't know who that could happen to. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, we, we, okay, we both, we both heard and seen horrible things, Edwin. Listen, I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to be, uh, respect, respect to you and your experience. I, you know, it's very different, but we, I think we're on the same wavelength. Mm-hmm. Good radios. <laughs> I like them. Yeah, yeah. No, good one. I got it. <gasps> Dr. Morgan. Hey, is everybody all right out yes, there? Yes, we're, we're fine. You're fine. Right, Stella? Uh, yeah, uh-huh. Oh, I don't really like being in the dark very much. Um, maybe there's a... A flashlight somewhere? Be be careful. Oh. What's going on out there? S- something's happening. Uh, it, lo- it looks like Jake's Jake's been hurt. You grab that crowbar. Yes, let's get let's get this bag of and and get over there. As you all make your way into the diner, you see Amelia in the in the corner booth where you left her, and she's just kind of still. Not catatonic, but she's very close to that. She's just kind of rocking back and forth. And you see uh, Winifred. Oh, it's uh, that Mary girl hit him with a frying pan and and took our keys and took our car. Mary hit him. Waitress Mary? Yeah, it's the waitress, yes. Well, so Mary overpowered everyone here with a frying pan and took your keys. Jake had a crowbar. Well, yeah, but she she hit him from behind. He never saw it coming. Well, what did you do? Well, we didn't. She had already had our keys. She had them when when the poor fellow with the light and the husk. She uh, she I guess she grabbed them earlier. Wait, which which direction did she head off on? She go back the way we came, or she head on further down the road? Anybody, uh, Herman, you saw it peel out. Which way? Back the way we were coming. That's uh, smart. I, I you know that's not that's a good move. Move. We could have easily all crammed in that car. There's got to be a reason that she decided to just, you know, up and skedaddle. The, the plan was to stay in here. We broke that plan by going to the garage, but Mary broke it especially by leaving everyone. It's true. Well, now we don't even have a vehicle out of here. Did she say anything when she hit Jake or or when she left? or? Uh, the only thing she said was she was sorry. Well... <laughs> Sorry. Anybody know how to stop a bloody head? I, I can put some bandage around it if they got, you know, let me see if they got a first aid kit behind the counter. I, I'm sorry, I'm flustered here. Yeah, I, I, can, I, I can do that well, too. Shoot, here, here you go, Herman. You you know, you, you've been doing this for a long time. You know, give me a, give me a refresher course because it's been a minute. I normally work on myself, but administering to somebody else would be good. So yeah, I think you're going to need this. You're going to need this gauze, maybe a little bit of, uh, you know, sanitizing wipes and everything. Here, let me just lay it out for you. You, you got it. You got it. Here. Yeah. Okay, well, it, it seems that I'm making it worse, and there's blood. It's, it's going everywhere. Uh, I, 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 it, this is more than I could... Uh, triage first aid. It's, you know, just patch a bullet wound, not not a caved-in skull. I probably shouldn't have moved him. Well, yeah, I mean, we could maybe... Coag- I hear, I hear like, you know, fresh ground pepper kind of coagulates a wound, so we could try that I out. I don't think... I don't think salt and pepper is gonna. I think if we're going to put anything in the wound, maybe if there was some alcohol, we could clean it with. Um, where would we get such I a thing? Just, I don't know. I mean, it was. I don't. Me either. Let me check the kitchen. Oh no! I right here. Herman, where did you get alcohol from? Well, well, I found. I I thought maybe. 
it was in the office, and I thought maybe we could use it candles or lights or something, wrapping rags it in it. It was smart. You know, well, I mean, you don't have to pour the whole bottle on them just, or anything. We'll just put a little, to clean it out and put a bandage on, and I don't know what else we can do for the for the poor man. Yeah, no, good team effort. Thanks, everybody. Uh, sorry, I just... <sighs> we got any got anything, maybe, just feeling like a little, little peckish. I'm going to go check the kitchen, see if they got anything. want a slice? A, a, a pie, that is. I see cherry here, maybe. Could be blueberry. Yeah. I'll take an apple if they've got apples. It's always a good idea to eat when you can, I think. Yeah. Hey, I, you know, you, you, you two old birds, I feel bad about you know, being suspicious. You got your car stolen? Like, you need, need the free pie? Make it better? Sandwiches? We got pastrami, roast beef, Olive loaf. Ooh. I'll take the pastrami. Thanks. Thanks, young lady. Don't mention it. Mm, olive loaf. Please. Stella, you're a very sweet girl. Well, like you said, we gotta eat when we can eat, and we're gonna need our strength. Maybe? I don't know. I don't know. What's a plan? We need a plan. We do need a plan. I'm going to start some coffee as well. It's it's guaranteed to be a very long night. Uh, I think it's only like 1045. Oh my goodness, it feels like we've been in here for ages. I, I thought it was so much later, but it does make sense that it's so... Should we turn off all the lights, put the blinds down, barricade the doors? I mean, I mean, we needed to fix a tire, right? Like, we got the garage open now, we can probably just... That's true, but they, our, our car got smashed into. But our into. car has been completely demolished. Oh, Jesus, our car got... <laughs> damn it, Jake. Is there any anybody else's car... Did, no, no hay. I honestly was not looking very hard when we were over in that garage. There, <laughs> there could have been a car in that garage we could use that's just, you know, waiting for a, a minor fix in comparison. There, I mean, there was there was a car in there. I mean, it was missing an axle. Was that anything we could make? An axle? No, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Stella. We can't. I don't think we can make an axle. Well, then we just. What's our best plan? We wait. We just. We just sit here. Board we up. wait. Wait till morning. I mean, you know, the diner, they gotta have, you know, maybe a radio around here. Like, power's not out on this side, and, you know, you know, at least tune in here. If there's something entertaining going on this late, it's mostly just static at this point, but something's better than nothing, yeah. All Edwin, right. don't you have a radio? Oh, uh, yeah, you know, I carry around my radio in the back of the car we took. Ah! I can probably fix it, though. But I'll see if they got a radio in here. Maybe I can finagle that into working a little bit better. Amelia kind of has been looking at Jake and his his head wound specifically as, as it's been attempted to be patched up. My grand, my my grandfather's a doctor. We should we should take him to my grandfather.
Facing Fate, Cthulhu, Season 2, Episode 3, The Garage, starring Carla Maxted as Dr. Mary Morgan, Amy Moore as Stella Lambden, Russ Moore as Herman Elwood, Kyle Classett as Edwin Duplass, and Tom Laird as Amelia, Mary, Winifred and Teddy Brewer, Jake Burns, and your keeper. Dialogue editing by Lucy Collingwood. Production and sound design by Russ Moore. Story based on gameplay of Call of Cthulhu Deadlight by Alan Bly. This episode featured music from Epidemic Sound and Artlist, and sound effects from Epidemic Sound, Artlist, and Sound Ideas. Facing Fate theme music is by Eli McElveen. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Gabriel Lynch, Jessica Babiak, Cat Waterflame, Jacob Madden, Christian Brown, Craig Zeiss, Aaron Stevens, Darylith, Perry Mady, L.A. Branton, Old School Gamer D, Nathaniel Teeter, Destiny Garcia, Nicholas Cooper, and Ryan Carr. Sign up to support us and the creation of Facing Fate as well as our other productions at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. And when you sign up for a new or upgrading annual membership, you'll receive instant access to hundreds of bonus episodes, monthly hangouts, and two months free until October 31st, 2022. Thank you for listening. Have a great week. We'll talk again soon. Facing Fate is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. This is I reporting. He's at the Lao Chang restaurant, Changchun, northeastern China. It's uh, spring 1997. Once it started, I'll leave him in Ming's hands. <laughs> That's a joke. Ming doesn't have hands. And what do you do exactly? Besides dance with strangers. I work for the postal service. <laughs> you, you're a, a postman. We're right. Miss Cloutier, what is it? It's just a bit strange. A letter for me from Hong Kong. And there's no stamp. I need stamps to write a dead person? Yep, there's a cost. How much? A pound. A pound of flesh. A pound of you? It seems like a lot. Lift up your shirt! What's that? Just hold this tube over your stomach. We all don't laugh. Ow! Yeah, this is gonna hurt. What? Nothing! The very worst thing that could possibly happen. Sada, please write back. If your letter can find me here, then I think we have a lot to talk about. Saludos, Raul. The very worst thing that could possibly happen. An audio drama in nine parts. Produced by Wolf at the Door Studios. Out now. For more information, please visit WLFDR.com.